This is a Fubar Radio podcast. If you need any more information, head to fubarradio.com. This is a Fubar Radio podcast. If you need any more information, head to fubarradio.com. Nick Helm and Nathaniel Metcalf's fan club on Fubar Radio. Uh, we're doing it, yeah? We're, right, yeah. we're doing it. Um, uh, <laughs> good, good morning. morning. Uh, my, my name's uh, Nick Hellman. This is Nathaniel Metcalf. And you're listening to Nick and Nat's Fan, fan Club. club. Uh, first rule of Fan Club is tell, uh, tell your, your friends, friends about, about Fan, fan club. club. And then the second rule of um, uh, it's, a, it's a play on Fight Club. It is. If you, uh, uh, if you, if you uh, I, I did a show called Loaded. Um, and uh, and and the title of the show was called Loaded because it was about a bunch of um, uh, millionaires. Yes, we'd just become loaded, and so th- it's a pun. No, it's not. It's, it, it works on one level. It's yeah, it yeah. loaded, but then we were we were games developers. Yes, and so you load games, and uh, and, and th- I didn't pick up on that either. We didn't. We did the whole series, and about like uh, we filmed for five and a half months, and about four months into it. Uh, we I can't remember which one of us, but one of us was like, "Oh yeah, loaded like a video game," and it was like it was me. But it was just like <laughs> I was trying to be modest, but I mean it was me. Uh, I think about these things, and uh, I said, "Oh, it's like a thing," and we were all like, "Oh yeah, it was like that." And then I said it to someone that was in. Uh, I bumped into someone like last week. I mean, we filmed this like a year and a half ago, and um, I bumped into like the editor. Or someone that was in production, and I said, oh, yeah, because it works on two levels, it's like that. No one picked up on that. Um, and it's a bit like, uh, I just wonder how many people have associated the fact that, you know, fat, I I'm not going to overthink it, I'm not going to overanalyze it, and, 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 and you know, because sometimes it's like a clock, and you take it apart, and then you can't put it back together. A frog, it's not a clock. It, <laughs> yes. You can, you can put a clock back together again, but it's a frog. If you, if you take a frog apart, then uh, you'll never be able to tell the time. So <laughs> that's fan club. Uh, so first, uh, second rule of fan club is please, please f- tell, tell your friends. Tell your, tell your bloody friends. Uh, I've had a bit of um, uh, fan uh, uh, mail. Fan mail. Fan mail. Uh, specifically addressed to you or to the fan? Specifically, no, specific, 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 uh, keep it, keep it, keep it, keep it rolling in. Um, <laughs> uh, it's from Rachel. Uh, we've got our, we've got the sacks in. We've got the mail sacks. <laughs> Uh, have we got any saxophone music for this bit? The male sax <laughs> arrived. Yes. And it's a, it's a very yeah. bassy <laughs> male sounding yeah. sax. Um, or a deep voiced woman. Um, so uh, we've got. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, I've got a bit of fan mail. Uh, thank you very much, Rachel. Uh, much appreciated. Uh, but stop going on about it. Um, okay, so uh, we're in the room. Uh, I've managed to talk about one project that I've uh, been in. Uh, and it's only. Wait, more than I can do, Nick. <laughs> well, I fucking went to see your show on Sunday. You did, yes. Thank you for coming. Oh, it was brilliant. Really enjoyed it. Good. There's yeah. not much I can say, is there? I could go, yeah, it is. Yeah. It's brilliant. Well, I really I, enjoyed it, and I think it was, I think it is almost as good as it ever was. It just kept, keeps, the more you do a show like that, I think, the better it gets. Well, it's nice to finally have a face to the name. <laughs> What I mean is that you were banging on about it for over a year. It wasn't um, that you went, oh, that's what he looks like. <laughs> it's radio. Uh, <laughs> of course you can't see what I look like. can't see what you look like. Um, yeah, it was that, um, uh, it was, uh, that um, uh, I've, got, I've, I've got something on my head, in my mind, that's very, uh, it's a bit blue. But I'm, I'm, it's food bar, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you can say what you like. Uh, no holds barred. I, ju- I just w- I woke up in the morning 
Uh, no, I'm, I'm not going to. No, no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's sharing too much. But um, uh, that's uh, fan club. That's fan club. Um, I thought I'd ejaculated over my stomach in the night, but <laughs> it turns out that uh, it, it's just my uh, sunburn peeling. Uh, so um, I did it. Yeah, it's it was too much. It was too much. <laughs> oh um, shit! Oh, that's, uh, that's that's horrible. <laughs> Say it. Someone. Yeah. Right. I did. I did it. I did it. Um, what was I talking about just before that? <laughs> um, oh, who bloody knows. Um, Have you been a fan of anything? Oh, this your week? show. Oh yes. Right. Yeah. So I finally saw your show, and I thought it was really good. But the, what's interesting? Uh, we can spoiler alert. Yeah, it's, it's done. Is that the, uh, there's a Jeremy Irons was talking about uh, was talking was talking, and it, uh, you show a clip of Jeremy yes. Irons' interview, and it and it, and it transpires that he. Uh, doesn't know how to say the word chameleon. That's right. He yeah. says chameleon. chameleon. And then you showed a clip from Doctor Who. Yeah. Like a bit late, it was a callback uh, of Tom Baker saying chameleon. chameleon. And a lot of your show was about David Bowie. Yes. Or Bowie. Uh, depending on your pronunciation or pronunciation. And uh, uh, David <laughs> Bowie, right? And, uh, and uh, Or Bowie. Bowie. Could be. It's a made up name. He, I mean, there's an interview with him saying David. it's a made up name. Yeah, so he's like, it doesn't up. really matter. He says you can even even the, even the bee man himself. I always <laughs> think you've got your. Sh- you should say, technically, I think you should say Bowie. I always say Bowie, but then he called his son Zowie Bowie. So, you're not so surely Zowie Bowie. Yeah. So it must be Bowie. Right? It's, it's, it's Bowie. Hmm. I, I, well, it must be, but it's a made-up name. So um, say how you like. Um, uh, what, what, yeah. Anyway, so the, the fact is that the guy that um, what was it? His dance partner. Oh, uh, Lindsay Kemp. He was like a a, a a mentor to him and like a dancer. Yeah, and a mime. And he and he died uh, the week that your just show finished. It, just when it anyway. finished. Just yeah, when so. it finished. And somebody sent you an interview. Yeah. And it was, and it has him talking about David Bowie as Which a, is what your show is which about. Which is all what the show's about. As, and he also uses the phrase, Shermelian. And you used it as your sort of like topper like, yeah, yeah, right yeah. at the end. I think that, that, I think that that is such a fucking weird coincidence. Yes, yeah, yeah. You know, um, uh, yeah, it's just so weird that, that you did a show for a month that was about two separate things, really. It was about David Bowie and the fact that celebrities can't pronounce the word chameleon. But I mean, it doesn't sound like a good show, does it? <laughs> I mean, there were, there, were, there were kind of like more issues. There was more to in, in Edinburgh. I mean, but, um, Spirit of the Fringe, I was expecting. Spirit of the Fringe, sure. Why not? Um, I mean, he went in there with a hope in your heart and a, and a song in your hand. What's your show about? Domestic abuse. And, okay, what's yours about? Uh, it's about how some actors can't say chameleon and David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it was a great show. Um, anyway, speaking uh, of uh, of uh, celebrity deaths, um, uh, Burt Reynolds died yesterday. He did. It's very sad. Very um, sad. And I don't I don't know loads about Burt Reynolds, but um, but uh, our friend Mike Bubbins is yes. a huge Burt Reynolds fan. Uh, which one do I put? I just hello. Is that Mike? Hello, hello, Nick. Oh, there hello. he is. Hello, how you doing? Hello, very well, thank you. How are you holding up? I bear it up under the strain. That's pretty sad, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, I was. Yeah. I, I always think um, about it in terms. <coughs> I always think about it in terms of um, uh, if uh, I don't know how I react when Alice Cooper dies, mm. and he's like my hero, and yeah. um, and I know that um, Burt Reynolds was a huge. Well, you, you'll be devastated. Is the short answer? Yeah, sure. So when it does you... feel like it feels like a family member's died. I know that sounds over dramatic, but it does. It's weird. Strange. And and uh, where were you when you found out, Mike? 
I was watching the Wales football game yesterday, and then uh, my my phone sort of pinged. And someone on Twitter said, "Oh, listen, mate, I'm so sorry about Bert Reynolds." I was like, oh, oh no! Shit! I went on there and had a look, and then it was. But my phone was ringing, like the landline was ringing, the, the mobile phone was pinging. Just people offering their condolences to, to me. I think Reynolds. I think Bert Reynolds is someone who is like I think you think of him as like the sort of character, the mustachioed sort of seventies and eighties smoking a bandit Bert Reynolds. But he yeah. was like a sort of super cool guy, wasn't he? When you sort of see him in Deliverance and Navajo Joe and all those movies. Well, that's the thing. I mean, Deliverance is a brilliant film. Um, but I mean, I, I loved. I loved. I watched Smoking the Bandit. Oh yeah, sure. I've probably seen it. You know. Um, yeah, well, I, I am a mustachioed cool guy myself. I've I know. pretty much based my entire look on, on Bert Reynolds, really. In, in the earlier years, not 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 recently, but um, it's just a weird thing. It's the finality of it. Is when someone like when, like Nixon or Alice Cooper when he dies, it'll be the fact that you'll never see him again. That will yeah. never happen. You'll never bump into him. You'll never have an interview. Yeah, yeah. You'll never make anything new. <coughs> That's just it. You know, it's a weird one. And do you regret that yeah. thing where you think you have that thing and you go, "Well, I'll never meet him." Do you know what? And I, and I, and I obviously dabbled a bit with TV, and there's, there's a few little things that are going on now, but at every meeting I've ever had about commissioning ideas, there's always been this documentary where I go to Florida where he runs his acting school. Yeah, well, we were talking about doing something with that. Yeah, we did, didn't we? About going there and, and sort of meeting Bill Reynolds. And we wanted to do, we were trying to get someone to commission us to do, commission us, commission us to do the uh, Cannonball Run, and then we'd go yeah. from one yeah. side exactly. of America to the other, oh, and we'd eventually lovely. end up at Burt Reynolds acting school. Oh, yeah. Do it in reverse. You go from West Coast to East Coast and end up in, in Florida, wouldn't it? And I thought, <laughs> oh, fuck, that's never going to happen now. I'm really gutted about it. I'm yeah, genuinely yeah. devastated. Yeah. What's your favourite yeah. film? My favourite film is probably, I mean, Smoking the Bandit, I love. I watched it last night. But um, I love The Longest Yard. Oh, really? Which, yeah, of course, yeah. British people might know Yeah, well, that was, uh, I mean, yeah, the original, because there was... There was the Adam Sandler version, which was fairly bad, and then there was the... Oh, the Vinnie, Vinnie Jones, Jones one as well, wasn't there? Vinnie Jones one was awful, but the original Longest Yard, 74. Well, the Vinnie, Jones, the Vinnie Jones one was called Mean Machine, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, that the, same thing. Well, yeah. the Longest Yard was also called Mean Machine when it got released over here, because people oh. didn't know what the Longest Yard meant. Oh, right, OK. The Longest Before Yard... we were a bit more savvy with American football. What's that, mate? The Longest Yard... He's got quite a significant part in the remake, though, doesn't he? Yeah, he's got, he's got, a, nice, he's got a nice cameo in it, but... um. He plays, the, he plays the role that, um, uh, what's his name, James uh, James Hampton played in, in the original, the caretaker, yeah. Yeah. But it's, um, yeah, I mean, I, I was just sat here last night with a, with a bottle of whiskey watching, uh, which I think he would have approved of. I watched The Longest Yard and I watched uh, Smoking the Bandit. Oh, uh, yeah. But, mate, it's, I was telling you before, we, we chatted about this, his autobiography is the first audible book that I ever sort of downloaded, was, was that. It's called um, But Enough About Me. Sure, I remember. But it's just the best thing ever. You, know, you talk about how how lovely, uh, uh, how good that book is. I remember one of the first times I met you, Mike. I met you in Edinburgh, didn't I? But I think um, yeah. I think maybe the first time that I actually saw you on your home turf in Wales, uh, yeah. you picked me up in your car, and you had a sat nav, and you've got two loves in your life. But, That's uh, right, but, Jesus, but, I forgot about that. Bert Reynolds and the Green Bay Packers, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you on your, was right, yeah. on your sat nav, your your icon rather than a, I don't know what it normally is, but rather than a car, it was a Green Bay Packer helmet. Oh, Green Bay Packers helmet, and well, the voice um, of Bert Reynolds. And it was, and, it, and Bert Reynolds would shout at you while you're driving, and it'd go, "Turn left, you putts." Yeah, see, you've got it. Yeah. But I, and it, the best thing about that was, for the same reason the book is amazing, is that was him doing it. It wasn't someone doing a Bert Reynolds impression. Sure, when it he does, Bert Reynolds doing it. He does know? his own audio book. 
Oh, man. The, the, the audiobook is, you'll just, one minute you're laughing, the next minute you're crying, and then you just, it's, it's oh, dear, mate. I'm, I'm, I feel like people have to die in a guy. And he was a chameleon as well. He was a real chameleon. <laughs> um, you, uh, what do you think of Cannibal Run? I love Cannibal Run. I think it's, it's a weird one because it's a slow burn. Like the first sort of 20 minutes is set up. Uh, but then it's just it's a riot after that yeah. he, he said that was his favourite film to make was Cannibal Run well I think the best part of Cannibal I, I love Cannibal Run I, I think I prefer Cannibal Run to Smoking the Bandit but I would say Free, free Country Smoking the Bandit is more of a Burt Reynolds vehicle and yeah. um, and Cannibal Run's like it's a mad, mad mad mad, mad yeah, world yeah. It's, it's a real like, ensemble piece isn't it or Rat Race it's like a real <laughs> kind of like uh, all of the celebrities at the time in it but what's the, be the best part of Cannibal Run is maybe is it the end credits or is it the blooper reel Oh, the blooper yeah. reel yeah, yeah. during the end credits, yeah, with Dom DeLuise. Dom, De well, Dom DeLuise and Burt Reynolds loved each other, didn't they? So, oh. so well, he talks about him in the book, and he's in tears talking about. He said, "He said he was my best friend, and I miss him every day." And I was bawling my bloody eyes out in the middle of a flight to uh, Serbia. It was quite quite embarrassing. Yeah, and he, Burt Reynolds well. was a, for a time. People forget that he was like the biggest star in the world, wasn't he? He was the number. He's the only. He's the only person ever that was number one box office for five years straight. Yeah. That's never happened before or since. And people I think he's one of those people who seems like people just don't think of him that way now, do they? They almost sort of... I was saying in the 80s, I think... when, um, when I was in a, a massive Arnold Schwarzenegger fan, yeah. I was just yeah. thinking, and, and people would say, but of course, you know, Burt Reynolds was as big as Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I found that yeah. incomprehensible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, I mean, he talks about regrets, but I think there's one regret he had, which is weird, because it's quite an iconic picture of him, is doing that Cosmopolitan spread when he, you know, the naked spread oh, yeah, on the yeah, face yeah. in Rogue. And he said that came out just as Deliverance was hitting the screens. That came out, and he did it as a sort of a, as a joke, really. Yeah. And um, so, and after that, he didn't get taken seriously. And he, and he, he generally thought that it wrecked his chances of an Oscar nomination and the supporting cast having nominations. Because I can it was, see that. Yeah. Yeah. He was seen as like a joke character then, you know. And he did yeah. other films like. And I guess and the kind of films he made changed after that too, right? They were much more sort of comedies or com yeah, action were, comedies or you yeah, know, that kind I mean, of thing. What's interesting to me, anyway, that he talks about some films which got slated and other things he did, you know, but he said he may not have done it for artistic reasons, but every film he made, he made for a reason. He didn't just make it. Yeah. So if, if it was a friend who'd written a screenplay, he would be in it. You yeah. know, if, it, if it was a location he wanted to go to, then he'd go and film on that location. If it was a, a leading lady that he, that, he, that he fancied, he might make the film for that reason. So there was always a reason for making a film. Even if they weren't always, but he said, they, I think they said there was five films he was proud of as, a, as an actor, mm -hmm. you know. And, but he was, I mean, he, he, people forget what a great actor he was. That's the, what, that's the thing that, like I said, because he was, did those knockabout sort of films, which yeah. was great. Well, I came to Deliverance yeah. after I'd seen things like Smoking a Bandit and Cannibal Run and things, and you go, wow, that was it. It's like I completely know, it's different amazing. Guy. It uh, is completely, yeah. If you could pick any song that encapsulates your love for uh, Burt Reynolds, what would it be? I'd pick Jay Reed Eastbound and Down for Smoking a Bandit. Okay. Probably. Well, we'll, uh, we'll, right? we'll play that out at the end of the show. Oh, um, wonderful. Song. Thanks for talking to us, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Come thanks in and join us uh, one day. Commiserations. I'd love to. Uh, and send in my love. Uh, hey, thanks a lot, boys. All right. All right, cheers. Talk to you later. See you later. Keep, keep the faith. Nick and Nat's fan club on Fubar Radio. Uh, we're back. Have I, have I, uh, <laughs> have I put uh, all the right microphones? Yes, I've done that. Yes, uh, number two, yes. Number right. two. We're joined in the... Yeah? Uh, yeah. So number two. Number two? Is that working? Is that I'm working? number three. Am I number three? That doesn't sound like it's working. Natalie, get in here. We're joined in the studio oh, now by Andy Kindler, stand-up comedian Andy Kindler. Um, but his microphone doesn't sound like it's working. I'll, oh, I'll put, I I'll, I'll put the third one up. 
This is, is unaccept- this is unacceptable. Yeah, it works now. I'm going to leave one. and come back. Yeah, this all. is and oh, normally this is a really is professional too. show. I can't believe it's very shambolic. Yes, what's sh- happening? <laughs> You've just learned that. I word. just learned that word, yes. shambolic. Yes. I've always been jutting, jutting. Um, We're talking about words with. Do you mean jarring? No, no, no. He it was like he was he was saying he enjoyed the show, but I I said I was very unprepared. I was making fun of being unprepared last night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he said, and said something like, so his act was this and judding. And I looked it up and it didn't seem to be a word that... It's, someone said it thinking, they probably mean jarring, have said jutting, and then he tried to oh. like, uh, I reckon he's gone. He, he, he's trying to get away. He's oh, trying yeah. to style it out. Did he say this that. to your face? Well, I, try, I, do- I doxed him. I doxed him, whatever that means. What's doxed? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a dox is when you like... Uh, uh, when you give out someone's home phone number on Twitter or something like that, uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, he's a. I think he's a reviewer. I don't know. He it was very nice though, and we had uh, we met up for tea. What? I don't know why I even said tea. Last night? No, I'm making that up. Right. Uh, but it was on Twitter. I used to be addicted to Twitter. I'm no longer addicted to it, but I used to have a problem with Twitter. Yeah, it's one of those things that I have to. I, 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 a, I remove it from my phone every two weeks, and then uh, and it lasts about a morning, and then I'm back on it. Well, I have OCD, and there's an OCD nightmare. Yeah. Twitter because the, when you have OCD you're always checking you're checking you're checking so yes, I tweet yeah. something I'm checking what are they saying about me now what are they saying about me now and I, oh, and well, I don't do that I, well because you're not you're probably well adjusted sure <laughs> well I don't have OCD maybe oh well you don't have to brag about it like that I mean that is <laughs> really like when you got it and when, the opposite when you don't got when it, you don't got it, it. Yes. that's right that's right yeah. <laughs> like you but I don't have the germ thing I don't have the germ thing I have the uh, I'm going to get caught and sent to some kind of a camp sure sure or like you think you're going to like in the show you're talking about how you think you've committed lots of crimes maybe or you yes well I did such a fucking terrible job of introducing him so uh, so you're, <laughs> so, uh, you're Andy Kindler I you're know. a stand up comedian uh, from America and you <laughs> are in England you got here on Wednesday you've got a bit of jet lag you did your first show at the Soho Theatre last night in the right. main house in the main, main house. house is that the main house oh, yeah, the yeah. main house oh yeah. things ne- are happening for I've me. never gigged in the main house oh my and God. I've been nominated for a lot of awards <laughs> and I've, I've never gigged have you won any awards uh, I've won a, a couple, couple. I, I won best joke for a joke that my dad wrote but um, right. <laughs> what but, was the joke uh, I'm not doing it <laughs> I'm not doing it I hate that joke um, well that, I guess that's why I'm, I got the 20,000 pound guarantee yeah sure I, you know what I say I say prices I, I make fun of how much I can make but the, 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 I name a, a amount of money that some people do make like yeah. uh, my guarantee is 20,000 pounds for the week you didn't seem to blink at that but it's not it's way less than that oh right you don't care. I don't know what a guarantee is. And what oh. you sell. And what you sell are I don't do right? the business side of it. I just do the creative side of it. And my agent <laughs> takes care of everything. Yeah, guarantee is like you'll make at least this much money, which I have to have. Right. Otherwise, sure. <laughs> Otherwise, it's pointless. I'm not going with a door deal. It's a, it's a long way. To, I always find that the further I travel, the, the, the worse my gig is. But I've never gigged in America. <laughs> That's it. And also, if you do a terrible gig far away, it's worse because it, you're further away from your own front door. Yeah. If, so you've you got to have like, that thing. Oh, you've yeah. had a terrible gig, but it's, it's two minutes from where you live. You go, I don't care. I'll be, I'll be in bed in a minute. <laughs> well, I, I'm sure, like, if you go five minutes outside of New York or you go ten minutes outside of L.A., it are, like, it's very rednecky. Sure. You know, so I don't know if that's a good word to use, but... No, that's fine. 
But that's and is that Fubar? Fubar. I don't even know what I'm saying. Fubar. <laughs> we Very don't. This is, what the is. this is all this is. This is all yeah. this is for an hour. I just People. think it's exotic. I'm in your face. You've got an American accent. <laughs> well, that's it. I, I think over here there's something, isn't there? Anyone who's American sounds. Yeah, it's, 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 you're exotic here. Well, you know what's amazing? Everybody, you grow, every American grows up thinking everybody from England is brilliant and smart because of the accent. Yeah. So I thought you guys would grow up thinking we're, we're idiots, obviously. No. No, I think, I think it's because so almost all our culture is sort of American. We've got that sort of love of American pop culture and yeah, things I'm here. I'm not going to kiss America's ass too much here, Nat, but... Uh, <laughs> but you had... Uh, but you had... You sent Piers Morgan to us. Oh, oh sorry and, about and, that. And, and, sorry. and people here in America didn't know... I mean, like, well, Jeff Zucker was the head of CNN. Don't don't get me started on him. But he was just awful. I mean, we hated him so much. Piers Morgan. Yeah. Well, he was, well, that's it. We think we had to send like, him away. It's like a cultural representative, representative isn't it? And they get, he goes out there, and you go, well, we have to sort of like, say, we're not all like that. Yeah. I think people have enough of people, don't they, over here? And we send them off, and you just have like a little honeymoon period where you don't know how awful <laughs> they are. And but then you, then we, we have a little bit of a rest from them for a bit, and then they come back, and then you go, oh, God. Yeah, but how could people in, in, uh, in, in the U.S. hire him without knowing what, hap- what his background was? So what happened? He went over to America. He Didn't he take over one of the big He took over shows, Larry right? King's show. That's Larry right. King's show. Fucking hell. And uh, it was just... Uh, he's just awful. Because he's oh, an awful yeah. person, because... For example, he would, he would, you know, I'm a big, huge Obama fan. He would always slam Obama for uh, not having, trying to do anything with gun control. But he did try to do stuff with gun control. And then tr- uh, he climbed up Trump's backside. Oh, yeah. Well, there's loads of photos of them together, and uh, they, love it, they love each other dearly. Yeah, yeah. So wasn't he also on The Apprentice, wasn't he? Wasn't yes, he like that was a- the first. He is, I would say he's a, si- to Americans, he's like a Simon Cowell knockoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he is, really. He's, and he's, he, he, he doesn't even have consistent opinions. That's what I find, like, you'll just say anything. He's yeah. just like, he's just a rent a mouth. If, if someone, he just wants to disagree with something. I feuded with him on oh, yeah? Twitter until he blocked me. I think I think he blocks everybody. He blocks everybody. I did a charity thing on uh, on t- I was a, I was on Comic Relief uh, three years ago. We did sort of oh, like, yeah. we did a thing it with was Piers on, Morgan. No, it was with it was with Johnny Vegas and, oh, yeah. and, and Jet D and Patrick Kilty and uh, Vic Reeves and um, uh, and while we were on, we did it and we came off and for charity, we didn't get paid. We put like a week of work into it. <laughs> Piers Morgan, Morgan was slagging us off, saying how shit we were. And you go, well, I mean, to be fair, <laughs> we did need a well, bit that's, of work. That's what. That's <laughs> what. <laughs> <a bit> of <laughs> work. To be fair, that's what a lot of those telethons are like. They're not. They're not entertaining. But you've got to go. Sure. I sure, mean, at it's, least it's, they've done it. They did it. Like, though, didn't they? We were like, oh wow, we've uh, yeah, we got off. We got off, and Piers Morgan was like yeah. ripping us apart. And you go like, well, you know. You have things here where it'll be like the telethon thing will be like, oh, we've got guys who read the news, but they're going to do a song from Hamilton. And you go, I mean, but why? <laughs> and it's this kind of, and it's meant to be like, oh, you won't believe it. You used to being so serious, but now look at them singing and dancing. And you watch it and you go, so pledge money and send some money. And you go, but I didn't like, I don't, I don't want to see that. Why can't you, why didn't you just have the people who do Hamilton all the time do it? Because yes. they're good at it. Or just uh, repeats of friends. Yeah, just put, yeah, put something on the people. Put, pledge money uh, and we're going to just be showing friends. <laughs> just, <laughs> I, did see, I did see this thing that I liked online where a, I think a cricket guy was throwing a ball at Piers Morgan for Sounds like about two hours. Or hitting him with a ball or something. <laughs> it was like uh, purposely throwing. Is it cricket? Is that the name of the sport? Were they purposely throwing it at him? Um, 
at his head. Throwing a ball, cricket balls are really hard. Yeah, they'd be. Yeah, that that's what, that was the point. Well, he had seemed to have some kind of equipment on. Oh, he had to get out of the way. He did have to get oh, out what, of the way. Oh, what, for charity? Yeah, probably. Probably. Okay. It wasn't like he just went up to him in the street with a cricket. <laughs> no, no, no. This was a famous, <laughs> That's an assault. It was a famous cricket player. Who oh, I, would right. know, I don't know if it was Jiminy Cricket. Thank you, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Do you know who Jiminy Cricket is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's like a from old. That's like from old school. What Pinocchio? Yes, but it's, it's like also a, a cartoon that. Uh, yeah. Still, we've, we've got we've got things from the we've past. Got, we've got, got things from the past. Yeah. Well, but that's past. my pet. You guys are young. You're no, from my pet. I, I think that it's not a Disney weird. movie. I think it is really weird. You talk to you talk to some people. Have we probably have we talked about this? I don't when know. It's just like Tell when, me. When, when, they, when they say, oh, "I haven't seen that. I wasn't born then." Oh yeah, I can't bear that. Yeah, it's just like I've seen King Kong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm aware that it exists just because it wasn't. We have talked about this for sure. We definitely have. Yeah, Natalie's nodding. Uh, I've seen North by Northwest. I wasn't born then. I didn't mention North by Northwest. Um, yeah, I think it's weird that, uh, that, that people. Well, people. Well, there's two parts to it. There's one part of it that I realize that uh, me that my references of comics from the 50s or you know, it's at some point I'm gonna have to let it go. I or at least not expect everyone's gonna get it. Well, but I think that it's weird that you have to expect you have to lower your uh, lower your standards to the point where where you just live in a world where no one has any historic. Yeah. I went down Main Street. I was walking down Main Street. That's what like if you used to picture a sitcom in in the stage. You go, and they go, they don't know what uh, Sepulveda is. They don't know what the street. You make it Main Street. Make it uh, make it uh, Avenue A. Because they're afraid that people in Idaho will go. What's the name of that street? It's not Main Street. How could I watch this? There seems to be a thing in comedy now where people talk about it's like a good thing. Like I really like that. So relatable. (laughs) <laughs> and you go, but why? And that idea now that comedy has to, you have to relate to the comedian. We're actually, surely it's much better to hear someone talking about something go, I don't know this guy. I don't know who this person yes. is. And they're more interesting if you go, oh, they're from a completely different country or background or something. That's more interesting than seeing someone saying to me, Oh yeah, so today I just did what you did. <laughs> I just go like, I don't want to know what you did. Well, the That's whole what like, I did. Yeah, the whole likability thing yeah. is ridiculous because sometimes you you know like think you know like the original Office. Remember remember when everyone liked Ricky Gervais back then? <laughs> uh, I had another guy I had a feud with, uh, also a guy who six he six people on you online. Uh, Ricky what? Gervais, yeah, he'll like uh, his uh, fanatic fans will come after you. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was uh, when he was on The Office, I loved to hate him on that. I mean, he was unbelievable, yeah. mm. right? And so you couldn't, no one would reject that show. Going, oh, he's not likable. Yes, because yes. that's the point of his character. No, yeah. sure. But he has to be likable as a hateable guy. I think it's sort of bordering on uh, psychotic to uh, try and present yourself as the nicest person on. Well, I think. I have a theory. I'm probably not going to go into it now, but um, but people that have to present themselves as being like likable on stage is kind of a bit, yes. It's, it's just like you've got to be funny. If you, as a comedian, you've got to be funny. I mean, I I, I go out of my way to present myself as unattractive and uh, and and mean and uh, and thick and and I do I, all of the all of the bad qualities that are in my head. I, I sort of like express myself like that. You know, I go out of my way to do all that. What what are you laughing at? What are you laughing at? <laughs> I mean, it's really hard to present myself as unattractive. Is this what you fucking fuck all of you? Well, you make you have to actually you change your face or something to get into that uglier. Uh, no, but I do sweat a lot, uh, <laughs> which not everyone finds unattractive. Um, but um, but you're talking about crowd pleasing. I hate. I but, can't but, stand uh, yeah, the crowd exactly. pleasing. I, I, I think it's, I think it's kind of like I, I'm not interested in making friends really. 
Uh, it was was my approach when I started out. I just think that it's weird that I think it's weird when people come on and it's kind of like their main goal is to leave having made a hundred friends that they're yeah. going to ignore in the street later anyway. I, uh, well, this seems a bit. I, I went to see my uh, uh, my therapist and he was saying, <laughs> keep it light. But he was he was <laughs> he was no. He's saying once goes. So what you want to do with comedy is you're trying to make the crowd like you. Then you go. You're trying to make everyone laugh, aren't you? And I said, no, I'm trying to make four people yes. at the back laugh. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to... I don't really care about. I want those people to like me. These guys are almost like... They're just <laughs> in the way. They're just in front of them. Yeah. But I, I really, I'm really trying to make about three people in the room laugh. Right, right. And, then, and I remember like... Uh, uh, when uh, you know, like, I got into not trouble, but I got kind of controversial just by making fun of comics. Like that line I had last night was like, you, oh, yeah. "Who we died just... made Jim Belushi a big star." Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line. We were talking, we were talking just before you came in uh, about the list of comedians that you basically tear apart. Yeah, like uh, the, uh, the Jimmy. I said Jimmy Fallon ride. You have to be this easily entertained to ride. But it's like <laughs> a lot. There was a lot of comics because I give the speech in Montreal every year, the state of the industry. Mm -hmm. But a lot of comics got very mad at me because I was like, "You can't talk about other comics." In fact, Louis, all of Louis's friends got mad at me when I went after him before all the stuff happened. Sure, yeah. You know, so I always felt like, but then I wasn't in therapy then. Now I'm in therapy. Now I realize that, um, that part of me does want to be liked by everybody, and it's impossible. Yeah, yeah. I th yeah, maybe it is um, a defeatist attitude, isn't it? I want everyone to love me, but I don't want to have to kind of... Yeah. I don't want to have to go to them. I want them to come to me. That's how I... It's like when I go... It's like I know that I over-exaggerate how poorly I'm doing on nights. You know, like I go... <laughs> and it's like if someone, if someone doesn't also, die from laughing, I'm like, what's the problem here? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you, you're deconstructing comedy, aren't yes. you? Yes. And you're on stage. And so I, do, I used to do a thing where I... Well, I still probably would if I was gigging at the time but I'd go on and say I've got um, uh, I'd say do you like jokes do you like jokes do you like jokes and then I'd say you're in luck mate I'd say you're in luck mate I've got six of the cunts let's do this right and, and then I'd do six jokes and then at the end people would say you did quite well with, with only, yeah, six, yeah, with yeah, only yeah. six jokes yeah. with only six jokes and you go I've done an hour yeah. and I'd do six jokes at the beginning and someone said you've done quite well with only six jokes and you go it's all jokes yeah. the whole thing is jokes <laughs> just because I said it was six jokes you're uh, meant to work out that well, it seems to be a thing where like there'll be like an MC that'll come out and at the end someone will always say oh well you actually should try doing the comedies well you're actually quite funny <laughs> you should be one of the acts you maybe you should do you you could do it you could do it as well <laughs> I know well I get I used to get the worst ones I used to get like a well I laughed I thought you were funny yeah. was that part of your act when you were getting upset at everybody you know, it was like that kind of thing like, yeah People, I'm quite aggressive, and everyone expects me to come up to. I was, uh, I was in the Soho, I was in Soho Theatre, just done a gig at Christmas, uh, and my mum had come to see me, and I'm standing in, and so I'm getting my mum a drink, and someone just comes up to me and goes, "Why are you cunts?" And I'm just like, <laughs> "It's my fucking mum. It's my mum. I'm not on stage. It's just my mum. You know what I mean? It's an act. You know? it's, it's crazy, but um, <laughs> yeah, it, it is amazing that that one word is so." radically different here oh yeah yeah it's, yeah. it's almost friendly <laughs> it's, quite, it's not really aggressive it's casual it's yeah it's very like, casual it's like it can be male or female it can be anybody right yeah, yeah. yeah. anyone could be a cunt <laughs>
This perhaps is just more of them over here. So you recommend I use that word more while I'm here? Okay, great. Use it on taxi drivers, use it on people (laughs) in the street. If you want to get past someone in the street, just say, get out of the way, you cunt. And uh, And they like it, right? It's like, hello, hello, friend. Yeah, Yeah, it's like that. It's the same. Please move, friend. When you come out on stage every night, you say, good evening, cunts, and they'll love you. That'd be a good scene for comedy. You could do a thing about how American people are different from English people. Oh, I, don't, I don't think that's that, been done before. Wait a second. That was such a good joke. We get, the Lyft is a company that we have that drives you around. The Lyft here is the elevator. It's crazy. A fag is a cigarette. That's got to be so old now, right? Nobody would ever say that they're going to smoke a fag right now. Do they ever say that? Yeah. Do you call women birds? <laughs> yeah. I call. She's a nice bird. Well, I wouldn't personally, but I mean, I don't. I don't know. I'm I don't, very. I don't, know, I don't know anyone that does call people. Where, where did that come from? No, I love the soundproofing. Yeah. in your studio. <laughs> that We've guy was four miles away. <laughs> I like it. It's all soundproof that way, except on this side. One, one of the walls is just a window. Overlooking the main road. <laughs> I was going to tell you, on the, I did an, I'm not bragging, but I did the HBO Young Comedian special. Thank you. And I did this joke that I never even would use this word, but the joke was based on a washed up old comic. And he's like, so he says, I got my Carson spot. I kept saying to myself, don't say pussy, say vagina. Don't say pussy, say vagina. I get in the show, I say, cunt, I'm off network for five years. <laughs> and like, I did this back in 1991, and I was like scared to do it, but I knew I was doing it for the right reasons. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but normally I'm... But you did that on telly? TV? Uh, yeah, HBO, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't have done it on regular TV. Yeah, sure, right, yeah. But normally I'm clean, TV clean. And you would say, so uh, So you could say cunt on HBO, but not on... Uh, no, you cannot say... Uh, well, if you, the thing is, my joke was a joke on the... You know, it was even then I was scared to do it because, you know... Can, can oh, you thought you might lose work off it? And... I was not that scared about it, but I just felt like... I just felt like I had to do it because that was one of my favorite bits. Oh, it was yeah, like yeah. A, I go to the club, I asked the club owner... Uh, can I have an advance? He goes, uh, how much you need? I go, how much does an eight ball go for in this town? <laughs> they canceled the fucking wake on me. <laughs> so it was like a whole series of these jokes. I had a bacon and bean burrito. I had my stomach pumped. I'm five minutes late for the show. Cancel the wake up. <laughs> <laughs> what year was your first gig then? What, what year did you oh, I'm, I'm, my wife was telling me, why do you, this is the only time you're not going to tell people how old you are? Because she, she hates that I'm like in a restaurant. I'll have a chicken parmesan. I'm 61. You know, <laughs> but uh, I started in 84. Wow, yeah. 1984. Wow. And so I've been doing it for 34 years. And you feel that there is this thing of a stigma about uh, comics slagging off other comics, right? I think that's here. But it almost feels like you can't be a sacred cow yourselves, right? Yeah, it's like, it's so weird, though, because, you know, you have comics who, you know, Michael Jackson jokes for hours. Sure. And then it's like, I think it's only because I knew these people. Yeah. (laughs) Like uh, Adam Sandler, I used to be friends with Adam Sandler and Judd Apatow, but then I started to make fun of Adam Sandler, and then he didn't like it. Well, that's, un- that's understandable, though, isn't it? I could have been in uh, The Wedding Singer, for example, if I played my cards right. Yeah. And do you feel that is so something? You? Do you feel like you, you've, you've lost out on things because you feel like... Well, back then, I had, and I'm, I'm being serious about this, uh, I d- was not in therapy, and I, you know, I'm in therapy now, so now I know what I was trying to do back then. I was, I was 
compelled to say these things, but I was deathly afraid of what the, the, react, consequences. the consequences would be. But now I look back and it's like, I don't, would, would you really have wanted to be in, uh, uh, what's another one of those movies with the golf thing and the... Caddyshack. No. Oh, <laughs> oh Happy, Happy Gilmore. Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Yeah. It's like, would you have wanted to be in those movies? It's like, uh, it's like I, I realized, I could see that I really was struggling with this whole wanting to be liked. And also I had a whole thing with, if I went after somebody, it had to be justified. Sure. And that's also ridiculous. But, but the thing <laughs> you said about Joan Rivers yesterday was, if I didn't say it, it wouldn't make her like me anymore. Right. <laughs> and it's just like, it's a good point. Yeah. What did I say? You said, you said something about Joan Rivers. If I didn't say it, she, uh, yeah. yeah. You said if I hadn't said it, it's not going to make her like me anymore. Yeah, right, yeah. right. But she really was not <laughs> you know, She really was a miserable human. Right. <laughs> but that's it also. It is from someone you've met where it's from a perspective of... So the audience might go, ooh, and bristle. Right. But it's also because we don't know them as people. We know yeah. them as, uh, you know... People on off the telly, or yeah. But I've mentioned other comedians while I'm on stage, and I sort of mean it affectionately. Um, and uh, but I still always feel really weird about it. And then I just think that uh, what I'd actually, I think one of the things is that while you're on stage and you're and you're performing, uh, you don't really want to remind people that there are better comedians out there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you, so, you go, so you want to create your own little world where it's kind of like you are the comedian. And that is, that's how, I think um, I used to say a thing about uh, uh, Chris Ramsey, and oh, I, yeah. my, the implication was that he is the, the, what he, one of the biggest comedians in the country at the time. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and, and so it was like a compliment. But I think people sort of saw it as you're just slagging off Chris Ramsey. But, um, but he came to see it and he was fine with it. So. Well, I used to, I mean, I, I, I decided at one point I got to get off of Leno because he's not on TV anymore. But I used to have jokes like, Jay Leno has a car that runs on the energy of all the people's dreams that he's crushed. Because <laughs> <laughs> he has all those crazy cars. Sure. But also his crushed dreams. Oh, he is. Because w <laughs> the point of it is that... I think what I was attacking was the fake artifice of friendliness. To me, I was always a Letterman guy because he was real. Yeah, yeah. You sure. know? And so Leno, apparently, from people I know, Leno offstage is brutally... Like, he used to be funny in the 80s. And he used to go on, and, on Letterman and be funny. But he's also brutally angry, but he doesn't want anybody to see that. Didn't he right. do something like do a gig on the day he got married? Like, no. That either. First of all, I'll tell you right now that he's a, he lies about everything. He's a liar. If you read his, <laughs> if he wants to sue me, he has he has stories like this. Yeah, once I got to the club and it was a uh, and the club flooded, I had to do my act from a canoe. You know, it's like all these ridiculous. I, I got to LA and I was I was on the Hollywood Boulevard there and I was on the street there and a guy picked me up. Turns out he was gay. I mean, there's all these stories that are absolutely. Good. He worked in Boston at a car place and he took his money in cash all the way to the Improv in New York. He left the money on the counter and then he drove back to Boston. And and I go back to New York and the money was still there. You know, it's like, it's all <laughs> lies. I don't know why he lies so much. Well, I suppose that's another thing with comics, though, right? Where lots of people tell stories that definitely aren't true. Yeah, but, but this is because he tried to pay, I think it was uh, George, Jeff Altman. He wanted to pay Jeff Altman for an anecdote that happened to Jeff Altman. 
that Jay Leno said happened to him. He went on the Diana Shore show. They said, what's your playoff music? And he said this, but I said it too early, and then I was off in like 30 seconds. It happened to Jeff Altman. So uh, what I was told was that once they were leaving Leno's uh, lair, and he goes, hey, I'd like to buy that joke from you then. And then it happened to me. And then later on, I guess Jeff Altman did sell it to him. <laughs> he, he does present that to me is weird I mean I see you buy jokes but to buy like a whole personality yeah yeah sure but I guess that, that's, I think that's you guys love about Leno I'm very sorry no I no. shouldn't have done it I mean it. often those shows don't really come over here we, we have Letterman like occasionally and I loved it his Netflix show is great yes I love oh, it oh yeah but you're right he's, he's, he's very and he's someone who you'll be watching him and he'll go oh it's really funny because he looks really pissed off today yeah, he'll, and he'll just be like oh, I'm not having it he's like yeah, he hoses down. He hoses down. Like he had a bit that he would do. He would hose down New Yorkers from these, uh, <laughs> uh, like uh, water, just water hoses. <laughs> sure. Get the hell out! Get back to Times! Get out of here! <laughs> you know, just go back to New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just, I think there's so many late night talk shows, and oh, we yeah. don't get them over here. It's so weird. Yeah, it's not now. really it's in not, the culture. It's, it's yeah. not a thing over here. So it's just kind of like one of those things where you go, oh yeah, Jay Leno and uh, can I. Uh, but there's so many things. Conan O'Brien. Yeah, is that still is going? That his name? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say Conan O'Neill. <laughs> you should record that and send it to him. Conan O'Brien. And say, what? That can't be your last name. <laughs> it's and Conan Jimmy, O'Neill. Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel. So Jimmy. all these, yeah, all these guys to me always feel like I kind of know who they are as a kind of in the in the culture. But yes. we don't have those shows. We don't like. But I've watched so much yeah, Jimmy yeah. Fallon. Uh, on YouTube. Oh yes, yeah, so oh, you get those things. They clip those. Yeah, yeah, they clip those he, things he, out. And he does a ha- you know, it's like he does a hacky sack race with Cameron Diaz, and the entire nation of China downloads mm. it. Sure. Oh, but also, I'm a massive uh, David Spade fan. Oh, and, I love him. Uh, I'm wearing my Tommy Boy T-shirt today. Oh, and, uh, and uh, uh, I he doesn't have loads of loads of material online, so I just go through all of his chat show appearances. So he's always on Ellen. And yeah. he's always on Jimmy Kimmel. And he doesn't do Jimmy Fallon that much, but um He's so funny. He I was love him. when he's, I did He's the, great. He's sort of like found a place as being kind of like a raconteur. Especially all of his yeah. Ellen ones. He's sort of like just comes comes into Ellen, tells a story about who he's been hanging out with, and it's kind of like all the celebrity gossip and stuff. He's so funny. And uh he when I did my young comedian special, he's from Arizona. That's where he taped it, and he came and he was very supportive. And uh it was re- he was really cool. But it's something like th- a month after it, I'm in uh, Hollywood and he's going into a restaurant. I go, David, David. David, he wouldn't turn around because normally uh, it would be bad. Everyone, yeah, 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 <laughs> Someone yelling David to him, yeah, he just right. completely ignored it. And when I wish I had that kind of career. Well, I've got that <laughs> thing sometimes with like uh, Nick's. I, uh, Nick's on the telly over here. He's on TV. But I've seen things where I'll be I'll be out with you, and you can see people sort of panic, panic, or shout something. Yeah. But it's almost become like white noise to you. It's like you haven't noticed. Well, it's it's it, because um, it's more. If you're getting mobbed, that's one thing. But if it's one, oh yeah, it's, if it's one person, oh, I'm you're gonna, not getting mobbed. Don't get me wrong. Oh, no, if it's, it's one, not, it's, it's always what one person. Is it's one person. <laughs> it'll be one person, and you get in. You get in the elevator for you. Uh, the <laughs> what? Lift. You get in the lift. Right. right. Lift. And, uh, After watching the telly, and yeah, just yeah. watch the telly. And just as the doors are closing, <laughs> and it will be a pack left. And just as the doors are closing, <laughs> one guy will turn around and he'll just say, "Because nobody talks in public uh, on public undergrounds and public oh. transport." So just the doors are closing, someone will say, "You're that guy," and, <laughs> and then everyone in the lift will kind of like turn around, and you'll be sort of like, and you just get really self-conscious about it. There's yeah, if I st- if I go to JFK Airport in Queens. And I uh, st- uh, stand on a rotating platform with DVDs from Everybody Loves Raymond. 
I will get recognized <laughs> at least once an hour. Just it has to rotate around so they can see the face <laughs> and sure. the credit. Sure. But it's worth it. I really like everybody loves Raymond. The, the, I think that was a popular show here. The, when I at uh, the border, the customs guy said uh, he watched it. That's how you know. That's how I got uh, in. I really, I really, <laughs> I really liked it. I thought what was really interesting about that show was that because it was like a, it's like a, oh, it's a family sitcom, and then every so often they'd do an episode that was really existential, and they'd talk about whether God exists or not. Yeah. <laughs> And it was sort of like, well, then, you know, they sort of like talk about stuff that you wouldn't normally get in sort of King of Queens or something like that. <laughs> people think <laughs> I, it is. People think I, for years, I went to the hundredth episode of Raymond, and they were having a big you know, red carpet thing. So I go on the red carpet. They go, ladies and gentlemen, from the King of Queens, Pat Oswalt. <laughs> Right? So they're all like snapping. I go, oh, no, 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 I'm not Pat Oswalt. And that was worse because then they stopped snapping. But people think I'm Pat Oswalt all the time. But you're not. Because I'm, you know, they think we look alike, but I'm, you know, clearly handsome. <laughs> but that's odd, though, isn't it? Because you don't look like each other. I think it's that the, the shows are similar. Sure, yes. Oh, yeah. and they've just. Okay. Well, it's a spin off, isn't it? King of Queens is a King spin off. Yes. From Edward Love's Raymond. He was the, he was the mailman. He's gone now. Who's gone now? Kevin James. Which means he's gone. Well, he's alive. Oh, right. oh. But his career is gone. He did a weird thing with his uh, Kevin Can Wait, didn't he? Yeah, and then he got rid of he the... Fired the he yeah. fired his wife and he just recast Leah Romini. From, For the last couple of episodes. From, from uh, King of Queens. So he no, she's like, King of Queens. Yeah, King of Queens. He had a screen wife that was in King of Queens yeah. and then he got a new sitcom, new wife. Kevin and, Can Wait. And then everyone was just like, oh, we kind of like... I guess he just missed working with her. So he so he killed off his screen wife into the series, and he replaced her with his old. Well, it was wife. ratings too. They were getting the ratings, so he thought oh, it was a ratings so that was grab. A, okay, yeah, that makes sense. We've really fucked today up because uh, we've uh, we don't have enough time to uh, play a song. Oh, we've just been chatting. Um, this is oh, all right. No, right. That's my, I, I blame myself. We have no. to talk to you. Uh, what's your favorite film? I like a modern <laughs> romance. And lo- I'm going with comedy films. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Modern Romance is my favorite movie of all time. And also I like Lost in America, too. But Modern Romance is a class. I've watched it probably 25 times. Uh, Albert Brooks. Yes. Um, I've not seen Albert. I've not seen Modern, modern Romance. No. I've seen... Albert Brooks wasn't such a huge thing over here. No, it doesn't feel like he He's was. not such a huge... He's not really huge over there. No, but he's like... Uh, what is he? He's like East Coast Woody Allen, isn't he? Uh, I never thought of that, but okay. Where he writes kind of like, uh, he writes, and does he direct as well? I, I, if you, he wrote these short films for Saturday Night Live back in the day, right, and that's he would do right. takeoffs on comedy and ventriloquism. I'm aware of Albert Brooks, but he wasn't sort of like a big, mm. a big thing over it. But, um, but I've seen The Muse. And I've also seen what's the what, what's the name of the oh, one? Yeah, can't, the, the Meryl, Meryl Streep Street. one when he goes to heaven. That's a good one. That's I don't really think good. the Muse is that good. What did you think? It was later on. It was straight yeah. to video over here, so it was kind of yeah. That Sharon Stone in as well. Defending Your Life is Defending the last of life. his great movies. I mean, he can still do a great movie, but Lost in America, Modern Romance, and uh, Defending Your Life yeah. are the best. I do really like Defending Your Life. Oh, yeah, I feel I like I've really missed out. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you what it was called. Um, and you're going to talk about we're going to talk about Dick Van Dyke show, which but we've sort of done it in part. Well, that's another show which we didn't really have here, but culturally it's a massive thing, yeah. right? And I grew up watching. I mean, I could say like On the Family was my favorite show, but that's I was already an adult by then. Yeah. Dick Van Dyke, I was watching reruns or the, the original shows when I was like eight years old. Dick Van Dyke over here has this terrible reputation for being like uh, people go, oh, 
in Mary Poppins, it's the worst, the worst English accent, isn't it? Well, a terrible oh. accent. But I, I love it. I love Dick Did Van Dyke. I, um, I, I think he's absolutely huge. And uh, but the other thing, when people go, oh, he can't do it. He can't do a Cockney accent. It's terrible. But then he does. He also plays the bank, the guy in the bank, and does a perfect. Oh, he does. Okay. So it's that thing where you go. It's obviously a joke. It's part of the oh. part of the performance. I believe is that he's yeah. doing a silly. It is Cockney hard, though. Accent. It's very, very hard. To do an English accent. Uh, I think English people do American accents. I know it's a, probably a cliche to say it, but they do it much better than Americans do, think, do I, think, I think. I think it's, it can't be that hard. I mean, I, I think it's because England's one of those baffling countries where for a country that's so little, we have different accents oh, every so 20 or 30. Yeah, it's yeah. unbelievable. I yeah, always sure. think it's going to be, I go, Liverpool, right? Because that's my only... <laughs> well, when I was... When I, I went to Florida. When I was in Florida, people used to say that we sounded like the Beatles. And you go, yeah. I, I don't yeah. think so. Yeah, I went, to, I went to Florida once and someone said, you sound like Hugh Grant. And you go, I don't sound <laughs> I don't like Hugh Grant. Like, I wish like I Beatles. did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't sound like Hugh Grant at all. Who was the people have like four references yeah. for the country? Yeah. Hmm. But it's like, uh, I'm not, you know, that kind of sort of super posh, super well-spoken. You go, well, I love that you think I sound like you, Grant, but I don't. I mean, over here, over here I'm scum. But in America, where, where, I'm... Your ac- <laughs> what's your accent? I guess it's sort of London. Right. I'm, I'm from, I'm initially from the north, but I've been in London since I was three. So I guess it's a kind of London. But can you guys do different areas? Natalie was telling me the other day that I don't have an accent. She said, I don't know what your accent is. I don't know what it is. She got really angry about it. She's been angry. She was angry at me. She said, "What are you doing?" She's an angry you? person. She's actually. She's she's a, a, you're right, actually. She's, uh, she's a really angry person. It's the one downside. <laughs> it's the one downside of coming in here every week. Yeah, I mean, it's just really the corner for me, slightly further away from you. But you can hear. I was told last night that you can understand Americans better than I can understand. Like, it's, I'm starting to get get it but it's hard when you first come yeah, over because here because we grew, get we grew up with the movies and tv so there's no way we wouldn't you know it's like it's ingrained because we we see so much american what, culture yeah. i tell you what's sometimes weird is hearing an american accent in real life because right. you're used to hearing it on tv right and in films and when you hear an actual american it's kind of like oh my god it's almost like they're taking the piss yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you go they are actually that american but um yeah it's good uh we we've running out of time we've got to play the game oh yeah we've got to do a quiz oh, oh what's the fucking uh i haven't, I haven't done this for okay this is this is the game oh uh, we're both really hung over but i don't have to i don't have to be holding anything <laughs> right? no 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 we came to see your show last night and then we went and had a drink afterwards and uh, <laughs> we we were absolutely in bits today um, in bits mm. i love this <laughs> I'm going to use all this back in the uh, What's the thing? I was in bits. I was judding. Okay, this this is a game. It's called <laughs> Better or Worse. No, 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 press no, wrong no, button. button. <laughs> right, okay. This is a game. It's called Better or Worse. And you have to tell me whether the next person is better or worse than the person before, based entirely on my own opinion. So, Winona Ryder. Is Winona Ryder better or worse than Daffy Duck? Better. I think Daffy Duck is better. Is that what you mean? Uh, no, Winona Ryder is better. I prefer Daffy Duck, I think, to Winona. I like Winona Ryder, she's a high card. But, but, okay, Donald Duck. Is Donald Duck better than Daffy Duck? Daffy yes, because no. uh, if you're going to pick a duck, go with Donald. No, no, no Daffy, Daffy Duck is better. It's entirely based on my own opinion. Exactly. He's Would you watch better. Daffy Duck? No, but I don't like the speech impediments. That's my problem with it. <laughs> no, like, sure. But, Dwayne. But, but, like, Donald Duck has a speech impediment. Yeah, oh, doesn't Daffy? And Daffy, Daffy Duck yeah, has a yeah, yeah. I don't like it. Donald Duck you D- can't, can't really understand what, what he's saying. saying. Yeah, uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is he better or worse than Donald Duck? Donald Duck is better. Than I think he's better. I think Donald Duck is better. No, than I'll, go with, Dwayne the Rock. Okay. I'll go with Dwayne the Rock. I'll go with Dwayne the Rock. I mean, okay. he's a good friend of mine. I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> De- Debbie Harry. Is Debbie Harry better or worse than Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Better. Better. Come on. Better. Yeah. You wouldn't go anti Debbie Harry. No. No. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that could be one of your uh, names you toured under. Yeah. <laughs> as, as well as Andy Depressant. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay. Is Gordon Ramsay better or worse than Debbie Harry? Oh, he's worse. Hell. He's worse. He may be the worst person I've ever... He may be worse <laughs> than Piers Morgan. Fucking he's a terrible man. Awful. Is his food good? I don't know. I, I can't I don't afford know. it. I, don't know. <laughs> I, 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 think I can't afford it. I can't so afford true. his food. Think, no, I don't know. But I think that Gordon Ramsay is so clearly an act that he, t- yes. yeah, that he, yeah. take, that he takes off as soon as he leaves the set. And yeah. Piers Morgan, I think it's just as much of an act, but I think he takes it home with him. Gordon Ramsay swears in a way that no one swears, because he's obviously thinking, they want me to swear. So he'll be like, <laughs> he'll be like uh, what's it... What's this fuck sauce? And you go, what? That's not a, no one would say that. What's this? What's in this fuck, fuck sauce? And he'll be like, it doesn't make sense. Um, <laughs> but that's what they want from you Yeah, now. they do. Um, oh, oh, sorry. Oh. Oh, it's Smokey Rob- oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's Smokey Robinson better or worse than Gordon Ramsay? Oh, Smokey Robinson is the greatest. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, is is Lieutenant? But is, but is he better or worse than Gordon Ramsay? Uh, be- uh, he's better, right? Sure. Is Lieutenant Columbo, Lieutenant in the UK, better than better than <laughs> Smokey Robinson? Columbo, the character yes, Columbo. Yes, uh, he is because I'm a huge yeah, Columbo fan. Yeah, it's tough one more it. thing, one more thing, ma'am. One more thing. <laughs> huh? See, he I did, did a Columbo there. Uh, Bruce Lee is Bruce Lee better or worse than Columbo? Worse. I think, I think probably, is yeah, it's too, it's too high, isn't it? I don't know. I, I like, like Bruce, Bruce Lee. Lee. Sure, it's a He'll high card. He'll kick your ass if he find out. He won't now. It's a high card. Yeah. It's a high I can't believe we're both, we're all getting serious. Yeah, that's it. It's a serious you know, it's game. You've got to take this seriously. The, seri- the more serious you take it, the, the better it is. The better it is. Is it I think always you're right. Donald Duck? Is it always Donald Duck? I love Bruce Lee, but I think you. I think I like Columbo more than Bruce Lee. It's a it's a mind It's a mind game. That's clever. Is Michael Caine better or worse than Bruce Lee? Uh, I love him, so I guess I don't know. Nah, he's worse. worse. Isn't he? Michael, um, <laughs> Bruce Lee. Bruce he's been too. He acts in too many things. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take a break. He's all right. Is that I it? like him. That's it. Right. Okay. Well, I mean, how many points was that? Six, six points. That's six pretty points. good. Six um, points. Yeah. yeah. It's entirely based you're, on my opinion. Oh, so you have to match what I. Yeah. you've done well. It's in the highest one was eight out of ten, wasn't it? I don't feel like I've done well on that. No. No, How do you know when you feel like you've done well? It, it will kick in in a couple of days. So yeah, right. yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll you're Daffy Duck! <laughs> Why didn't I go with Daffy Duck? You'll, get a, you'll, you'll feel elated tomorrow. Oh, fuck! It. We've got one more minute oh. left! Um, well, we've really fucked it up. We haven't played your favourite song. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, we haven't downloaded uh, the Burt Reynolds song. Uh, I don't know what you're saying. You haven't got the... Should we play a reef? No, gonna, I'm going to play fucking Andy's song. I'm going to do that, but I'm just saying <laughs> that I have messed up earlier. We were meant to play it earlier. What if you go over? What we would better, they do? Oh, no. Hang on. Okay, so you're at the Soho Theatre until the 15th? Uh, yeah, 16th. Uh, 15th. 15th, yes. 15th. Not the uh, 9th or 13th. Saw your, saw your show last night. Really, really loved it. Absolutely Thank recommend you. it. Please go and go. Every night at 9. Uh, Except for a couple of nights. At the Soho Theatre in 13. London Soho. London's glittering West End. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm going uh, to get. Uh, we're going to go now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, this is your favourite song, to Nothing But Flowers by Talking Heads. If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.